Welcome to the Program Yourself Thin podcast with your host, Jim Katsoulis. I'm gonna show you how to master your weight once and for all. Start using powerful mindset-focused strategies to lose weight and live in the body of your dreams. Tune in each week for new episodes. Hey, this is Jim Katsoulis with the Program Yourself Thin podcast, and today we're gonna talk about how to make weight loss easier, right? Not necessarily easy, but certainly easier than it's probably been for in the past. So um, to start with, we wanna talk about reframing this process. I I think this is the first hurdle we gotta overcome because if you think about it, in your life, you've probably been exposed to potentially millions of weight loss ads in your life. And every single ad is talking about how how fast you can lose weight. And it starts to become synonymous that weight loss is how fast can I do it? And if you haven't experienced it, I guarantee you've seen people that get so fixated on quick fixes and shortcuts, they put all their energy into finding the next shortcut, the next quick fix, and they never really get anywhere. And so what I'm suggesting to you here is that you recognize that this really isn't about weight loss. This is about weight mastery. And getting the weight loss and getting to your goal weight is great, but the real goal here is to stay there, to live there forever. And in order to do that, it is a challenge you basically are learning how to think differently, how to feel different, how to act differently, how to create different habits. I mean, there's a lot going on here, you know? And so we have to get out of the mindset that there's some quick solution. Now, again, if you have some event coming up and you just want to lose some weight for it, again, there's strategies to do that and that's fine. But if you're more interested in mastering this and losing the weight for good and living there for the rest of your life, then you have to expect it's going to take more time you know, it's like, it's like, imagine you want to play the piano and you go and get a book that says how to master the piano in five days. Like that's already setting you up for failure because you can't master a piano in five days. <laughs> like it's, it's absolutely impossible. And yet when it comes to weight loss, we tend to think of it in that way that we just want to get some, some trick, some quick fix. And the first thing you can do to make weight loss easier is to back up from that. You know, and it's like, you know, if you're ever going to college, that's a challenge, right? That's a commitment but you recognize it as such, you know, and you recognize, okay, I'm going to dedicate two, four, six, eight, ten 10 years to mastering this area. And so I would suggest the first thing you can do to make weight loss and mastery easier is to change your time frame, to, to reframe this process from one of just being this quick fix or, um, you know, trying to do something for a while to lose the weight to really, it's an inside out transformation, Uh, that that takes time, it takes making mistakes and learning and growing and evolving from those and creating and cultivating a lifestyle that really allows you to live at the goal weight you want to live at. Okay, so so right off the bat, that's the first thing that you can do. Um, And when it comes to weight loss, so much of it is dictated by how you think about it. And again, I I can't stress this enough, but the, the most, again, as a hypnotist, the most harmful hypnosis that's out there in the world is again this idea of when we think about hypnosis or when we think about weight loss we tend to think in short term time frames which leads us to think of extreme plans that are very difficult to maintain and so it's almost like it's very difficult to think about weight loss not in those ways so again what i'm trying to keep bringing you back to is thinking about this more as like a life project something that you're going to do and work on for the rest of your life now it's harder initially you know, depending on how much you bite off as well. You know, again, when you want instant results, you have to take dramatic, crazy action, okay? The alternative is that you take slow, steady action, kind of, you know, the turtle and the hare. Um, You take slow, steady action, and yeah, the downside is is the results take a little bit longer to get, 
But the upside is that it's a lot easier to take those actions. You're not trying to change everything in your life all at once. Okay, so how we think about weight loss is really the prime factor in how you're going to feel about it and how easy or hard it is. And so we're going to talk about some specific ways to change that up. Now, when we talk about how you think about things, there's a part of your brain called the reticular activation system, or RAS for short. And basically, this is a part of your brain that filters out reality, right? There's too much stimulus in the world. It would make you go crazy. I use the metaphor sometimes. It's like if your car radio, you know, if it didn't have the, the tuner with just one station that it brought in, and you heard all the stations all at once. Okay, so we have a part of our brain that acts like the tuner in the radio where it, it tunes out all of the stations except for the one that we dial into. And this RAS system in our brain is very much like that. It kind of filters out all the other realities and brings into our awareness the one that we're um, focused on. Okay, and so when it comes to weight loss, at this point, most people just knee jerk reaction at this point assume weight loss is going to be very, very difficult. And so we have to recognize that it, it's difficult with that strategy, with the dieting strategy, with the extreme working out strategy, weight loss is very hard, but that's only one strategy. There are lots of other alternatives here. And the simplest one, again, is kind of this, this longer term, slow and steady approach, right? And right off the bat, again, there has to be persistence. It, it might be hard to create patience, but it's a way easier process to follow. You know, so um, again, you'll, you'll understand that more as we go through some of the things we're talking about. Um, and finally, before we get into the specific questions, and how to think differently, um, you need to understand that your unconscious mind is a servo mechanism, which simply means that it is like a computer that answers the questions that you ask it. And I think you're going to find when we get to some of the specific questions to ask that you have been asking the wrong questions. And again, it's not your fault. It's just questions that you've picked up from the culture, from your experiences. And again, a lot of the information out there, a lot of the conditioning around weight loss is very harmful, okay? Because again, it gets us so focused on just fast results. It's just like if I go back to the piano, if, if, if the only way anyone thought about learning the piano was to just do intensive programs, right? that, that's not how you learn it or learning a language. You can't just take a five-week, you know, even a five-week course, you're not going to master a language. You'll get some familiarity with it. But again, anything big in life that you want to learn, whether it's a subject that you learn in college, drawing, dancing, speaking a language, you know what I mean? Like a sport, any of these things that you would learn, you naturally associate, you need to practice them for a long time. And when it comes to weight loss, it's one of the few things where we tend to think, well, it'll just be short-term. I'll just do it real quick. Okay. So again, if, if you can start to ask your unconscious mind different questions, it will go to work in finding you better answers, better solutions. And so let's kind of hop into that. Um, let's talk a little bit about how to think differently, and then we'll get into some specific questions that you can ask. Um, so it's a limiting belief thinking that it's going to be hard. Now, again, it, it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense that you've tried to lose weight in the past using probably intense methods and they haven't worked for you, or they worked and you couldn't keep them up because it was too hard, okay? But again, I'm trying to reinforce the idea that that's just one way of approaching weight loss. And so, yeah, dieting doesn't work well. It's got a 95% failure rate. I extreme workouts. Again, if you're not an athlete, <laughs> there's a good chance you're gonna injure yourself or burn yourself out, okay? So yeah, those two strategies are really hard. And so if we go into weight loss, assuming it's going to be really hard, and the way that I'm going to succeed to lose weight is to crank up my motivation to a 1,000 so that I can do this really hard thing, 
we avoid it. You know what I mean? And if that's the only way we think about it, again, it's not a self-fulfilling prophecy, really. It's a, it's a way that we think about it. That's what we recognize. That's what we see. And so, again, when we start asking different questions and realizing there's other ways to go about this that are a lot easier. Again, notice, I didn't say how to make dieting easier. <laughs> I said how to make weight loss and weight mastery easier. Dieting is just hard. To all of a sudden just change all of your eating overnight, yeah, that's really hard. Yeah, that, that's why it doesn't work for 95% of the people. Okay, so we have to understand that we have to separate the strategies from the goal that we're looking for. And again, the goal we want is to master our weight for good. And we want to start asking questions about how we can make that happen in an easier way. Okay, so separate the strategies that you've been thinking about, dieting, excessive working out, um, and the outcome that you're looking for. And so again, as I said, we want to frame this differently as opposed from just weight loss as well. Okay, because here's another factor. With weight loss alone, a lot of times the number on the scale, the size, clothes looking different, a lot of times that's not enough motivation, okay? Um, so we need to add more motivation to the process. And so one way to do that is to frame this as a process of becoming the ideal you, of increasing the quality of your life, okay? So we want to find areas of your life that are really motivating to you already. So for some people, that's their family, right? The most important thing in the world is their family. For some people, it's their work and their career. And that's like one of the most important things. So what we want to do is we want to find things that you're already passionate about and committed to. And we want to weave this process of weight mastery around those things. And one of the ways you can do that is say, how would living in this new way, being this better version of myself, this best version of myself, how would that help me to be a better parent, a better partner? How would that allow me to run my business more effectively? to be more productive at work, you see? And so we wanna expand the motivation from just the external factors of how am I gonna look? I wanna look better, okay? Because it's just not enough. In most cases, it's not enough. Now again, if you're an actress or a model or you know an athlete, maybe that is because you have, again, think about it. Th those professions naturally have how you look weaved into the more important factors of, again, how is it affecting your career? How is it affecting your family, okay? But if we just are just normal people, just living normal lives, um, just looking thinner, it may not, if we, that's all we're focusing on, you know, it just may not be enough motivation. Okay. So we need to make this process bigger. This has got to be about becoming the person who you truly want to be and improving the overall quality of your life. Now, um, another reframe, I'm going to throw this out at you is when we stop thinking about how hard it is to eat differently. And we start recognizing that getting your body into peak shape or getting to your goal weight is probably the most pleasurable thing that you can do for yourself, right? And I, and I really mean this. And it's not just because you're gonna look different. It's because it allows you to finally quiet that negative voice in your mind. It allows you to leave behind the guilt, the shame, the frustration, the depression, all, all the stuff that the unhealthy eating behaviors give you emotionally. You can leave all of that behind and you can live a congruent life where you feel good about yourself where you know what your habits are, where your habits are supporting you and nurturing you, not just in looking better, but in feeling better, thinking better, performing better, having more patience and being able to support people in your life better. You know what I mean? Like, again, we gotta expand this into bigger things. The more motivated you get, the easier this becomes. Okay, that's the secret that I'm trying to get to here. Um, this isn't just a hard thing. It all depends on your motivation, okay? And so again, this is the most pleasurable thing you can do. I believe that. 
And again, not just because you're going to look different, but because if you turn this into a process of personal development, of becoming from the inside out, transforming into the ideal person that you can be, reaching your potential, living in that potential day in and day out, I believe that's the most pleasurable thing you can do in your life, okay? And the body follows. And so to really kind of connect into deeper motivation, what I would suggest is that you start focusing on the mental and emotional benefits of living this new way. I think people um, do themselves a disservice by focusing solely on the physical aspects of weight loss and just wanting to see their body shrink, be able to wear smaller clothes, look better in pictures. It's all very superficially oriented. And again, I'm not saying that those things aren't fun or important. I'm just saying they're usually not enough to motivate us. And on top of that, at the end of it, a lot of times they're not even the biggest things. Okay, so, so again, I, I've interviewed over 100 people that have lost weight and kept it off for over at least two years. And yeah, they're happy that they look a certain way, but without question, they all say, the best part of it is that I feel, I feel like my real self now. I feel like I'm living as who I was meant to be. And again, what they're referring to is the mental and emotional benefits. Again, they've left behind all those negative emotions, the guilt, the shame, the frustration, right? The, the irritation, the depression, all those negative, the fear, they leave that stuff behind and now they live lives in emotions of feeling successful, feeling proud, being happy, feeling at ease, right? Feeling confident, you know? So, so again, we want to focus on the emotional benefits and the mental benefits are the internal chatter part, okay? So when we start living congruently with who we know we truly are inside and we start eating the right foods and we start nourishing our body and doing the things that really supports our body to live at an optimal level, we start thinking about ourselves differently. Our self-image changes, okay? We start thinking about ourselves as the best version of ourselves and we're validating and proving that to ourselves every day with our behaviors, you see? So, so again, I, I hope you're getting a feeling that there's so much more motivation when you add the mental and emotional benefits in, in addition to the physical benefits that you're looking to get, okay? And um, again, as I was kind of referencing earlier, is we want to recognize the indirect positive effects on your life of not losing the weight, but of becoming that version of you, okay? I, I can't, let me make this crystal clear. If you get to your goal weight, there's a good chance, right? Most of the clients that I've worked with, they are, a lot of times they're in a relationship or they have people around them that love them, okay? And so if they lose the weight, these people are not going to love them anymore, they're not going to love them any more or any less based on their weight. And so what they will love them more for is when they're more relaxed, when they're more the best version of themselves, when they're happier, okay? When they have more um, peace of mind. You see, these are the things that really impact our lives. And so I want you to start thinking, if you not just lose the weight, but if you transform yourself into a person who again, is at your natural weight, but you've done it in a congruent way because you are living as the best version of yourself. If you start living as the best version of yourself, nourishing your body, having healthy routines in your life, living in your ideal body, how is that going to impact the different areas of your life? Okay, and so everyone's got different things that are important to them. Maybe you like to dance. How would that be impacted? Maybe you've got a relationship that's really important to you. How would that be impacted? Not by you being a smaller, having a smaller body, but by being that person who's happier, right? Who feels good, who's confident, right? Who's smiling and laughing all the time because you're just feeling better. You see, that's where we wanna put our focus. And if you can start to recognize how much better this would help your life out, improve your life, again, you're tapping into a much deeper sense of motivation. And then finally, what I wanna remind you of, when we talk about easier, the secret with easier is 
some things are hard, but they can be easy to do. What I mean by this is, I'm going to stick with the piano metaphor, but you can apply this to so many things, is if you want to learn piano, you know, you can't rush it. You know, like, and that, that's what they'll tell you. you. You can't rush. You can't learn the piano in a week or a month or a year. You have to commit to some habits. And when you commit to those habits over time, time plus those habits equals mastery. Okay. And so I want you to understand here that if you start to take the approach that you want to master your weight once and for all, and in order to do that, you're going to master your reading, you're going to master your lifestyle and your habits. What happens, what I want you to keep in the back of your mind, because this is so crucial, is that if you focus on your habits and your behaviors and your eating, eventually, and we're talking, again, I don't like to put a time frame on it, but let's just say a year from now, you stick with it. A year from now, it's just going to be automatic for you. A lot of people forget this because, again, what a lot of times when people try and lose weight, they try and do everything all at once, and it's overwhelming. And so what people associate to weight loss is that it's really, really hard. It takes lots and lots of focus and concentration. And so that's what they think mastering their weight is going to be. But if you think about things that you've actually learned and mastered, something we take for granted, writing, right? You know how to write now with your hand. And that was really hard when you were learning it. It took you years. But now you do it completely automatically. So again, a lot of times people think that weight loss is always going to be this constant focus and struggle. But that's because of the way that you've been approaching it. If you start to approach this with a mastery mindset, I want you to keep as the end goal, or at least one of the end goals, that a lot of this becomes automatic. I don't struggle to maintain my weight anymore. I just have a way of living. You've got a way of living now. It's maintaining a higher weight than you want, perhaps, but it's a, just a natural way of living. Then you try and diet and change all that, and it's overwhelming, and you can't keep it up long. But what I want to point out is if you do this strategically, if your goal is weight mastery and creating a lifestyle that supports and gives you the goal weight that you want to live at, and you do it strategically, within six months, a year, a couple years, you have a lifestyle and a way of being that's just as natural and automatic as how you live now. Weight management in and of itself is not this difficult thing. It all depends on how we think and what our, what behaviors we've kind of programmed into ourselves or had programmed into us unconsciously without us being aware of it. But the point is this, that ultimately this is a goal of it being easier and automatic. And, and I promise you, this isn't, I'm not making you some false promise. I've seen it happen over and over and over and over again. Okay. I, I live it every day. I love my lifestyle and I know what my lifestyle is and I, I support it and I cultivate it so that I can lift the weight that I want to live at. But now it's just automatic, okay? It's just as automatic as when I was 50 pounds heavier, okay? I don't think about anything. It's just how I am, okay? And the same thing can be true for you. So let's get to some better questions. This, in my opinion, is the fastest way to make weight loss easier, okay? Because the questions come first, right? The, the behaviors flow out of our state. And our state is really dictated by how we're thinking and how we're feeling. And so the fastest way to change how we're thinking is to ask better questions. And this is an area that, again, if you haven't focused on this in the past, I can almost guarantee you you're asking unhelpful questions. And again, it's not your fault. We're just conditioned to think about weight loss in a very unhelpful way. I think that's one of the core reasons why the obesity epidemic is a thing. So asking better questions is the key. I just want to make clear, you will probably not have answers to these questions, okay? So I don't want you to get frustrated by that. The, the questions you've been asking, you have answers to. Why do I struggle so much with weight loss? What's wrong with me? How come I can't do this? 
why do I always, you know, start strong and then, you know, fall off the wagon and quit? All of those questions are problem-oriented and focusing on you what you don't want. Better questions are focused on what you do want. But the thing is, you've got to keep asking. You've got to be persistent. You've got to be persistent with these questions because when you start to have answers to these questions, everything changes, okay? So the first question I would ask is, how can I make eating better easier for me? You see, now, if I say, if in the back of my mind, I'm saying, how can I change all of my eating instantly tomorrow? Tomorrow's Monday, and I'm going to change all my eating immediately. That's the exact opposite of this question. That's the question I would, th that's the answer I'd come up with if I said, how can I make weight loss as hard as possible? We'll change all your eating 100% and then expect to keep it up, you know, for the foreseeable future. That's terrifying to me. So I want you to start asking the question, how can I make eating better easier? And I would start small. Again, I always suggest starting with breakfast, right? I like to think of each day as almost like a house and the breakfast is the foundation. And again, whenever you eat breakfast, right? Maybe you do some intermittent fasting. You don't eat, you know, until 11 or 12 o'clock. Great. Start with that. How can I make the first meal of the day easier? Okay. I think it's, it's helpful to start at the first meal of the day and then work from there. Master that first meal and then move on to the next one. Okay. But begin asking the question, how can I make eating better, easier for myself? What are some little things I can do easier? Maybe I could, you know, work on reducing my portions. Maybe I can, you know, switch out, you know, the uh, high calorie food for a slightly lower calorie version of it. That's still enjoyable to me. Okay. There's so many things to do, but when you start asking a question like this, how can I make it easier? Again, you set your brain up to answer that question. You tune into that reality. And again, I, I just, I can't state this enough. I'm not some crazy person who just doesn't like to eat unhealthy food. I grew up eating everything. I mean, I'm Greek, A, eh? and then my, my father loved food. My, my family loves food on top of that. And so food was everything. I ate all that stuff. I, I Again, it's very enjoyable to eat that food taste-wise to me. Um, and I have made it possible to eat healthier, and it's very easy for me. I enjoy it. Okay, but the only reason I was able to do it is because I asked this question constantly for a long time, and I kept coming up with more and more and more strategies to eat better in an easier way. Okay, so I want you to really sear this question to your brain: How can I make eating better easier? Right? What, what can I do? Um, how can I become more active throughout the week? And, and now again, we can boost this question up a little bit more. You can ask whatever question you want. This is how you change your programming. I promise you've got crappy questions in your mind. I guarantee it. Because <laughs> again, I've been doing this for a long time. It's always these crappy questions. Why is working out so hard? Why do I hate working out? How come I can never get myself to exercise? Right? Those are the questions we're typically asking. Those are problem-oriented questions. And they almost always come back to, because you're a bad person, or you're lazy, or you got no willpower, or you can't do it. And so when we start asking questions, how can I become more active throughout the week? With a long-term mindset idea. What is some activity I could do for the rest of my life that's simple and easy for me to do right now for me? Because again, you, you've got to answer these questions yourself. That's another aspect of the weight loss marketing hypnosis that happens is it's conditioned us to say, okay, expert, give me the plan and I'll just follow it. Well, that doesn't work because you are a unique person, unique genetics, unique preferences, unique lifestyle. And so, yeah, okay, well, here's a workout that takes an hour every day and you need all this equipment to do it. There's a bunch of barriers there for you to get to do it. So you got to start with where you're at. Maybe you don't have a lot of time. Maybe you're working a lot. Okay, so maybe for you, how to be more active is going for a five-minute walk when you get home from work. You know what I mean? Like, again, if you can get out of the mindset of trying to hit home runs right from the beginning and, and trying to just be perfect right from the beginning and start to recognize that all big successes are the accumulation of small successes and start focusing on small successes that are going to last. 
that you look forward to, that are easy, that you build on. That is the secret to getting good at anything. <laughs> and it's no different with weight loss. We're just, we just never think of it that way. Again, if I go back to the piano thing, I'm not starting off with, I'm, again, I don't play piano, but it's like, you know, I'm just making something up, like Beethoven's, you know, fifth concerto or whatever. I'm not starting with that. And yet that's what people do with weight loss. They go right to the extreme and it's too hard and then they stop. Okay. So these questions are built around you. What can you do to make your eating easier, right? What can you do to make eating, eating better easier? And again, it depends on you and your situation. Pick the moment. Again, I suggest breakfast, but if breakfast is, is the hardest one for you to change, then pick a different one. Where could you, where's the easiest place in your eating that you could make a permanent change for the better that would be relatively easy for you? That's the type of thinking that's going to get you the results that you're looking for. Um, and the same thing with the active. How can I become more active if that's something that's important to you? How can I enjoy eating healthier or eating less? Right? Again, now, now again, I'm asking this question. You might have crickets in your head. I don't know. Don't let that stop you, okay? Don't let the fact that you don't know the answer to this stop you. Because imagine if you did. I do. I've got, I've got lots of answers to all of these, okay? And that's what makes the difference. But again, they're my answers. I can tell you what they are and some of them might fit, but the, the more important thing is that I think in these questions constantly, okay? Which isn't to say I don't have challenges. I have lots of challenges in different areas of my life. But I am consistently trying to come at them in a solution-oriented way. How can I make it better? How can I make it easier? How can I move forward, right? So what can you do? How can I enjoy eating healthier, right? And again, it's not how can I enjoy eating perfectly healthy? Although that's a great question too, I guess. But that's a big, that's a big bite to take off all at once. What is a little thing you can do to enjoy eating healthier? Maybe there's some healthy food, like maybe you like apples. Maybe you start eating an apple every day, you know? Maybe you like drinking water. Maybe I could drink a little more water, okay? What can you do to eat less, Again, these are the questions you need to think about. If you focus on these, you ask these questions all the time, you're going to come up with much better strategies. How can I feel more relaxed, peaceful, and calm? This, this is probably one of the most important questions you can ask because it impacts all the rest of them. Because if you want to know how to eat healthier, I promise you, you're going to have to learn how to manage your emotions without using food. And part of making that happen is having a natural, genuine ability to feel more relaxed, to be able to calm your body and your mind and kind of your spirit down, not needing any food. I can't, that, that to me was, that was the core for me personally of changing my entire health. I was way overeating and way over drinking because I had all this tension and, and trauma kind of in me that I didn't know how to deal with genuinely. And I found out, I found yoga, meditation, NLP, and hypnosis. And all of a sudden, I had genuine strategies and methods to deal with that inner turmoil and, and help to resolve it. And when that happened, I didn't need the food as much anymore. You know I mean, the food, all of a sudden, again, I, it became more, I could eat it for nourishment, but I didn't need it for the emotional reasons. I didn't need it to distract myself from the pain. I didn't need it to just make me feel better, give me a little bit of a break from the pain, okay? Because I worked on directly minimizing the pain, okay? And again, it happened specifically. It didn't happen overnight. It was a process over time. And again, I want you to, I want you to get excited and, um, about the concept of mastering, mastering your, your health and your body and who you want to be. It's exciting. It's fun. It's a journey. It never ends. It's a journey I imagine living for until I'm 150, and it's just fun. It, it's always tweaking and changing. So I, I love doing it. But it's all because of these questions, constantly asking these things. Okay. And you keep hitting different levels. It's just, again, if we go back to piano, you keep progressing to different levels as you keep moving forward. 
It's the same thing with, again, not just your weight, because eventually with your weight, you get to the goal, but then it becomes your health. It becomes who am I as a person? You know, how do I want to live? How do I want to feel? You know, and there's always opportunity and room to grow and evolve. Okay. And it gets exciting, but how can I feel more relaxed, peaceful, and calm in my life? What are some things I can do? Doesn't have to be go away to a two week retreat, right? It could be, maybe I'll take, I'll commit a minute or two minutes in the morning. Again, you can look at my YouTube channel, go check out the one minute meditation. One minute can be a game changer. (laughs) If you dedicate one minute every morning to relaxing yourself and focusing inside and relaxing your body, quieting your mind, oxygenating your body, it's a game changer, okay? What habits help keep me on track? That's a great question. Because again, this is a little bit beyond what we're talking about here, but this is really the core of the program yourself thin system and method is how can we make this process natural and automatic, right? That's always the core question because the goal is to make this so you don't have to think about it all the time, you know? Um, so what habits help keep you on track, right? That's the question you want to be asking yourself. You, you already know what they are. You just forget about them, okay? You get, you get distracted. You get unfocused. We all do. So you have to keep asking these questions to keep bringing us back to where we want to be. That's the secret. I'm telling you, it's not – sometimes we get so fixated on the external behaviors. What did I eat? that we don't realize what's triggering what you're eating is what you're thinking, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, right? So um, when you start changing what you think, you automatically are going to change how you eat. I guarantee you, okay? That's how it works. But if you're just frustrated because you feel like you don't know how to control your behaviors, it's because you don't know how to control your thinking. You can't influence your thoughts and your feelings, right? And once you can do that, once you have better thoughts and, and feelings going on in your body, your eating naturally changes, right? Um, what can I do to reduce my hunger and cravings? That's a great question. This is where you start thinking in a much more strategic, holistic way. And this is the path to not only losing the weight, but being able to lose it in a comfortable way and in a way that lasts. Okay. So again, if you've ever, um, there's a podcast I did talking about bottom up and top down weight loss. And I would suggest listening to that because it gets right to this point. What can I do to reduce my hunger and cravings? You know? And so for me, I had to deal with some of the emotional stuff going on. You know, my father died when I was nine. That, that's, I didn't, never dealt with that. And all of a sudden I was able to drink and eat a lot and I used that to cope with it. Okay, so one of the first things I kind of stumbled upon is that if I can reduce that, that internal pain, that helps, that reduced a lot of my hunger and cravings automatically. And then, you know, if I got more sleep, if I moved my body more, if I drank more water, if I ate more natural foods, all of these things are now part of my life directly because I asked this question. You know, how can I reduce the hunger and cravings naturally? And consequently, what what boosts them? What makes me hungry? What makes me crave more foods? I know if I don't, if I, if I get five hours of sleep, the next day I have more cravings, unhealthy cravings. It's harder to control my eating. Okay, so I know that. And so I'm not just saying, okay, well, I just have to have the willpower to fight it. I'm instead, I'm being strategic. I'm saying, okay, I want to make sure I get enough sleep so I don't have to fight against cravings tomorrow. You see? And so that's where these questions can really, really be helpful. And then finally, you know, what are some new ways I can deal with stressful situations? You know, and this is just another way to say, what are some new ways other than food that I can deal with some of the emotional challenges I have? Right? And so again, I say stressful situations because that's a specific one. Um, but if you have a stressful situation in your life, maybe you just use food because that's just what you've always done. And it's a strategy that works. Using food to deal with emotional issues works. Okay, understand that. Um, high sugar, high fat foods 
literally are our pain relievers. <laughs> they, they not only distract us from whatever is upsetting us, but they literally, the way our brain operates, they literally reduce pain in our body and in our mind. Okay, so um, what we need to do is not just say, no, 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 I'm not going to eat those foods anymore, and then let all those feelings kind of build up in our body with no way to disperse them. Um, what we want to do is we want to find better, genuine ways to deal with these emotional things going on, whether it be stress or depression or anger or whatever the emotion flavor may be, um, we want to find better ways to manage it other than food. And again, I, I, so many of my clients, and it's just such a common thing, that food's like the number one way a lot of people kind of manage their emotions. And um, not only does it put a lot of weight on you and create a lot more negative emotions, but the worst part is that it's, it's not that good. It doesn't manage the emotions. It just masks them. It's very much when we use it that way, the food acts almost like a drug. And so it's not resolving any of the core problems. It's just kind of masking them or giving us a bit of relief from them for a little while. Okay. So when you actually start to go to the core of it and start saying, okay, how can I genuinely resolve? Now, listen to the questions. Again, I'm, I'm give you some, these questions are just kind of guidelines. You know, you have to make your own questions based on your own situation, your own challenges, what's going on in your life. But you, you may want to ask the question, you know, what are some ways that I could genuinely resolve some of these core emotional challenges that I have? Again, whatever flavor it may be, um, what could I do? Maybe I could meditate more. Maybe I could read some books on this thing. Maybe I could, I don't know, talk to someone. You know, and, and so again, there's lots of different answers, um, but we never get to them unless we start asking better questions, okay? So you can see, I hope, that as we start exploring some of these more solution-oriented, better questions, when you start to look at the typical weight loss, there's none of this. It's just you trying to force yourself to act differently, and I hope that this points out how futile it is. And it's not because you're messed up. It's not because you're broken. 95% of diets don't work for people. So, so if it hasn't worked for you, you're not alone. You know what I mean? Like when, when it doesn't work 95% of the time, it's not the person, it's the strategy. Okay. So what I'm trying to point out is that these diets don't work because they're just trying to put a Band-Aid over a gunshot wound a lot of times. There's way deeper things going on. You don't have the strategies, the, the eating habit strategies that you need. You don't have the lifestyle that's supporting healthier cravings and healthier eating. You may not have the strategies to genuinely deal and resolve the emotional challenges that you may have in your life, right? And so then what we do is we take the diet band and just try to slap it over all that and say, okay, that's gonna, I'm just going to act like this and pretend all that stuff's not there. <laughs> and that is why weight loss can feel so hard because it's the wrong strategy, right? And this, I believe, is the right strategy. I think this is the way you get yourself to genuinely become the person you want to be who naturally has a slimmer, healthier body, naturally, okay? Um, your body is really a reflection of what's going on inside your brain and what's going inside your body in terms of feelings, okay? So this is how you make it easier. So I hope this helps you out. At the very least, I hope this gives you some hope and um, lets you unload any of the guilt or shame that you may have been carrying if you haven't been successful with diets, Again, that's, got, that's one of my main mantras. It, it is just not, it is not you. It is most of the time the diets. The diets are the problem. They're not a fit for you. They're not resolving the real problems. Okay, so that's my message. I, I like to share far and wide. So if that resonates with you and may, gives you a little bit of peace, I'm, I'm happy for that. And um, again, I, I urge you so strongly to, to start asking better questions. Um, and at the very least, start reflecting on the questions you're typically asking. Okay. And, um, that'll really very clearly point out why you're getting whatever results you're getting. You know, it's almost directly a result of the, the thinking that you got going on in your head. 
Okay. So uh, thank you so much for listening to this. I always appreciate that. I hope this helped you out. Um, if you ever want to get any more information or find out about some of the programs available um, to, to truly master your weight, you can go to programyourselfthin.com. Again, I'm Jim Katsoulis, and remember that nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Program Yourself Thin podcast with Jim Katsoulis. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and make sure to head over to programyourselfthin.com to sign up for free tools to help you lose weight. And remember to subscribe to get notified about upcoming episodes.